The Ed and Tom Show presents the Fantasy Island Boys Fantasy Football Podcast. I have been in a hiatus. I've been off the airways, MIA, missing in action, if you will. Uh, I am one half of the Ed and Tom show, your Lord Commissioner, Tommy T. How you guys doing? Me? I'm doing all right. Um, yeah, not, not too bad. I've been uh, just to, for those that maybe don't know, but uh, most of you do, I've just uh, been preparing for a pretty big exercise that my company, my uh, the, the people that put money in my bank account pay me to do. Um, and it is uh, all but uh, monopolized pretty much any of my time. And unfortunately, the not only the FIB, but my family suffers because I'm not around. I don't know if they're suffering because I'm not around, but uh, <laughs> I'd like to think they do. <laughs> but anyway, um, I am back for today and uh, just a, a preemptive uh, strike, <laughs> a caveat, if you will. Um, this will be my last regular season podcast um, as I will be traveling abroad come this weekend and I will not be back until almost the end of the real NFL season so um, hopefully Ed or somebody can uh, pick up the slack and uh, record for the last two weeks of the regular season um, I will continue to monitor and keep track of all the ones and zeros and the, the money, the bonuses and all that shit. So don't think that that will um, go to the wayside because it won't. Um, this happened last year as well. It's the same thing I did last year. So nothing new, just Either you'll go without a podcast, fantasy football will continue on, but either there will be a podcast or there won't. We'll see. Uh, either way, uh, 12 dudes are continuously talking shit throughout the season and off season. So none of that changes. It's just, do you hear my fucking voice or somebody else's voice in uh, a recap of the weeks that are in the FIB? Um, so just so you guys know, my dedication will never waver to you guys and I will continue to do this as long as I'm alive. And as long as you're in the FIB as a fantasy manager, because I think, I think we're not allowed to say owners anymore in fantasy, but as a fantasy manager, um, if you're in this league, this is just something you got to deal with. So, um, yes. So hopefully my time in uh, this company will get a lot better in the waning months 
and I will have more time to spend on this thing um, and give you guys the product that you all should deserve. You don't deserve it, but uh, the if you guys were better people, you would deserve it. But uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway so oh shit so it's been this is my okay i took a two-week hiatus and ed recorded last week which was fucking awesome uh thank you very much ed uh that was uh that was awesome um you had me fucking gut rolling a couple times there i hit you on the uh on the dms about it and you had no recollection of it so it's (laughs) i don't know if you're um uh, doing uh, some ripper magoos or some uh, zappers or whatever it is while you're recording but uh, if you you couldn't remember some of the shit you were saying that was pretty that's comedy gold right there um, but anyway thank you very much for putting uh, something out there on the ether if you will but uh, yes thank you um, uh, but don't I don't fucking thank you for what happened in week 11. You can go fuck off and we'll get to that later. Piece of fucking shit. God, how do you, you don't even fucking know how to tie your own shoes. Anyway, I'm sorry. All right, so I, I got to get into this one though. This one, this is the fucking, this, this matchup absolutely made me fucking sick to my goddamn stomach. Now, I'm in 12th place. Yes, I am. I am 12th place. I am in the fucking grumpy bear fucking slot as of right now. But motherfuckers are getting off. Motherfuckers are getting let off the hook fucking easily. And I'm talking about B, one B fucking lover right now. This motherfucker has no business winning this week at all none not one fucking no 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 way and the only reason he won is because he went up against fucking t-dog tyler motherfucking t-dog could not even mm, this so um, i'm gonna get into this and i'm gonna call that little shit and see what happens so um yeah i'm gonna call him i know he's not at work or in class right now so i'm gonna call him after i fucking read this recap b lover you got fucking over and this is ridiculous. And I can't catch a fucking break. Yeah, it's a boo-hoo pity party. And you're going to have to fucking listen to it. I don't give a shit. All right. Week 11. This is week 11 in the FIB, by the way. We only have two more weeks. They're all division games. And this just so happens to be one of them. Reek hit my Kamara gets late victory over Endzone Maniacs. Captures career series lead 6-4. to four. Reek hit my Camara stays unbeaten on the year against Endzone Maniacs with a 75 to 59 win. That is not a typo, guys. 75 to 59. Their overall record goes to 5 and 6 while Endzone Maniac falls to 7 and 4. The historical series between these two teams has been a constant battle with Reek hit my Camara owning the 6 to 4 lead over Endzone Maniacs. Alvin Kamara was the winning factor this week, getting 17 points for Rekit Mike Kamara. That's a downgrade, however, from Tom Brady, who earned the top score with 31.64 points the last three times. The last, what the fuck, the time, the last time these teams met. Those words are out of order. Both teams could have scored more points as Rekit Mike Kamara had one starter turn in zero points. So he even throws up a goose egg and still fucking wins. 
but it, it's horror. Tyreek Hill, yeah, whatever. And Endzone Maniacs had a fucking goose egg with Jack Doyle. That's eh, a tight end. Tight ends are fucking hit or fucking miss. Kalen Balage and Brian Hill. Holy shit, that is one hell of a week if you have to start Kalen Balage and a third string team on a t- on a on a on a, a team that only has what three or four wins. That's horrible. Anyway. Kalen Balaj, Brian Hill had plenty of chances for end zone maniacs, but they logged just 55 points or 55 total yards on 30 combined touches between them. That is not, that's not far-fetched. It's Kalen fucking Balaj and Brian Hill, who, who's the fuck Brian Hill? I know who he is because he played the Mountain West in college in uh, Wyoming. So I've seen, I know him very well, but he has not translated his game to the NFL very well. While Kyler Murray led Reek hit my Camaro with 33 points in week 10, Kamara paced the squad with his 17. In week 12, Reek hit my Camaro meets Fantasy John. Endzone Maniac squares off against Rudy Rudiger's Renegades, Rudabegas, Reindeer, Rudolph, Ricketts, Rick, Rick and Morty. All right, sorry. But anyway. So I went off on a little tangent there at the beginning of this and kind of set the tone for my disappointment. I'm allowed to be disappointed. I'm fucking 12th place. I can only get better. Well, well, can I? But anyway, I can only get better. But this is fucking makes me sick. Two teams that don't even score fucking 80 points. Motherfuckers. Oh, my God. So Deshaun Watson has probably the worst fantasy outing of his short career in the NFL against the Baltimore Ravens, which are no slouches, by the way, probably in my opinion, probably not probably they are the number one team in the AFC. That is, um, we'll see time will tell if they're, uh, the, if they're, uh, good enough to go up again to see any NFC teams, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, and really Tyler's, Highest scoring players are Tyrell Williams and the aforementioned Kalen Balaj with 10.2 points. That is not a recipe for winning anything if your flex and Kalen Balaj and uh, the arguably number one receiver in Oakland barely gets 10 points. Oh my god. That is not good. That is not good. But let's go on over to Bre- let's go on over to B Lovers. Tom Brady has a horrible day against a horrible team in Philly. So that just a, that just goes to show it's like well Tom Brady notoriously does does uh goes into a slump this time of year and get to get ready for the real playoffs. But uh um Alvin Kamara does all right, I guess. Marlon Mack has a hell of a day for Marlon Mack does it, but he breaks his hand. But a uh, hell of a hell of a day going almost for 17 and Alvin Kamara going just over 17. So that's good from the running backs. But then Hunter Henry fucking blow the fucking 11 point, almost 12 points. Everybody else takes goddamn shit. It's all fucking, as Ed would say, doo-doo butter. Doo-doo butter across the way of both of these fucking teams. And, and I would have beat both of you. Yeah, would have, could have, should have, whatever, whatever that book was that uh, Jeff made about eating dirty dick. But anyway, that's what the, you know, okay, without further ado, I am going to call Tyler and we're going to, we're, we're going to get an explanation here. So 
uh, bear with me while I do this, uh, calling him now. Okay, so you guys hear that and everything? Okay, hopefully that works. What's up, homie? Hey, Tyler, T-Dog, my What's boy. Up, dog? How's college? What's up? Uh, college sucks. Oh, well. The women are fine, though. Oh, those women. Which is what I'm doing in a little bit. Uh-huh. You're doing women in a little bit? Of course. All, all of them or just one? Uh, I prefer all of them, but I think just one tonight. Maybe her <laughs> sister. <laughs> oh, boy. Hold on. I'm being interrupted by your sister. Sorry. Wow. All right. <laughs> anyway, so um, letting you know you are on a <clears throat> podcast right now. So, oh, um, nice. nice. Yeah, so uh, you have some... F- you have some splaining to do. Um, you, how the hell? So you went up against B Lover this week. Yes, I who did. Didn't even score eighty points, and I would say, oh, easy win for T Dog. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna let you explain to the league what the hell oh. went down because this is fifty nine points. I cannot rec- I cannot recall a time in the in the <laughs> glorious history of this league anybody scoring less points. Oh man. Uh yeah. So let me just say to everyone in the league, I am very sorry for putting up that number. As but honestly, be. uh I thought it wasn't even going to have a five in it. I thought it was just going to be 40-something. And I decided to sleep in. I decided I set my lineup. I woke up before the game started, and I was like, all right, cool, everyone's playing. So I fell asleep. Uh, wake up around one-ish, one hour to the Niner game, and I see Deshaun Watson only has, like, 50 yards of anything, and that's it. And I was like, oh, boy, that was my guy that I was just expecting to go off. And everyone else had the same exact amount. And yeah, so to everyone in the league, I am very, 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 very sorry, and most mostly to Brent because me and he him won though. A, I know, I'm sorry to him because I, I I know he wanted a competition, and I'm pretty sure if I remember reading yeah. it right, me and him have were in a tight battle in our uh, yeah. series overall in the FIB. I think he's up now six to four because that he is, beat me twice this that season. That is. That is a true statement. You guys and were tied. You guys were tied going into the season, and now he has swept you and is up six to four um, career career matchup. Yeah, and honestly, when I had when I saw I had Lockett on by, I had Adams on by. Kittle's not playing. I have to start Brian Hill and Kalen Balage. Oh yeah, Tyrell Williams. I I mentioned all three of those names. Like, what the hell? If Tyrell Williams and Kalen Balaj are your tied for your highest scoring, yeah, oh boy, and it's barely ten points. You did and not zero do well. points. Like honestly, if I if I would have just picked up Ross Dwelly and started Kalen Balaj in my running back and Kirk in my uh in my flex, I would have beat him. But I decided to, no, I'll just stick with Jack Doyle because he got me 12 points last week. Mm. And he got me a fat zero. And I would it would have been amazing going against, going against Brent when he's scoring 75 points. Tyreek yep. Hill has zero points. And I'm like, oh, you couldn't ask for anything better than that. Man. But no, 
screw me, right? Yeah, fantasy football sucks and everything sucks about it. But yeah, I'm with you. Fantasy football <laughs> this year, the year specifically, 2019, <clears throat> this season can go to hell. So, Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that. I think I have a decent amount of a good, decent record. Oh, yeah, that says somebody right who's 7-4. and four. Yeah, I mean, I, you I can... Are, you I have, are still in third place, though, so... <laughs> I have room to do that, but I am going to say I will never put up those points ever again, and... Yeah, that was very embarrassing. What happens like, if you do? If I do, I have no idea. Well, you said like, you promised it won't happen. What happens? Yeah, if but you it, do? it would never, it would never happen again. Like I am, I, I have a feeling that uh, I'm going to knock, oh, buddy boy, Hefe off his little three game streak very easily this week. Please, I think, like, <laughs> yeah, no he, consent he rape had, of this guy. Yeah, he after he beat me. After he beat me, he has not lost. So that dude, oh. that dude needs mm-hmm. to be dropped down a peg because I even okay. even if I lose this week, he still yeah I have to win out and he has to win he has to lose the next two games for me to not be in the grumpy bear position come playoffs. <laughs> well, uh, I've done it. I knocked off Chano when he was undefeated, and I knocked off Jakey Poo when he thought he was top dog as well. So it's okay. This guy that with three wins isn't going to be a bother to me. I'll beat him very easily. So, Sorry, uh, FA. What, what happened when uh, you played me? Oh, what are you talking about old stuff? I don't. I don't <laughs> like to think about that. I only have uh, two wins. I have to gloat about at least one of them. It's funny if you have two wins, and if you times that by three, you still don't add up to my wins. That's quick. Oh, that's college math, huh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Oh man, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> All right, let me uh, progress with this uh, this uh, podcast. I wanted to get you on the horn and uh, bust your balls a little bit and no, see what good. the was, hell's going on here. I was planning on apologizing to the league, anyways, because that's just it's not right for the FIB for someone to be scoring fifty points. True, that is and if, true, and that and like only if it's only okay. Think about it if it, if their name was maybe powder chano or jake but you know jake's been scoring a hundred thousand points a week but it's okay i still beat him <laughs> and only yeah. person i have to worry about now is just uh dale yeah okay hold on <laughs> i unplugged you from the soundboard so i can't uh hit the button but uh all right all right well uh yeah, I hope you lose the rest of your games, and uh, yeah, we'll talk later. All right. <laughs> Love you, son. Love you, too. Peace out, homie. Peace. All right. That was Tyler's official apology to the FIB. At least he has the guts to. and I mean, he had some excuses, but he knows he fucked up, so... Uh, I'm not going to apologize to you guys anymore. I'm just shit right now. But <laughs> let's go on. Now, speaking of me, let's just talk about me. And uh, Ed, who changed his team name fucking 15,000 times during this week and his uh, fucking team logo. Um, they, so much that he changed his name before our matchup was in the books to where he already looked, bypassed me and changed his name. So in the books, the re- the matchup and everything is for in preparation of his matchup against butters so uh it is butters fingered 
is the name of his team name, but uh, he changes it so much, I'm just going to call it Ed's team. So that's what he gets. Ed's team finishes strong against the Untouchables to move into ninth place. But uh, Ed's team got the second highest score this week and erased a nine-point deficit on Sunday night, taking down the Untouchables 124-113. to This matchup included four lead changes, with the largest lead being the final margin. Ed's team has been dominating this matchup as of late, winning four straight against the untouchables. That's not true. That is not true whatsoever because I beat him in week one. Yeah, that is not fucking true at all. Um, yeah. Butters fingered or Ed's team climbs into ninth place as the untouchable stays mired in last place. Yeah, the NFL, what the hell's up with that? That's not true. Ed's team dominating this matchup as of late, winning winning four straight against me. That's not true. That's not true. I don't even think we played each other last year, and I beat him in week one. My One of my only two wins. <laughs> I completely dominated him. Oh, well. All right. Ninth place, the Untouchables stayed mired in last place. Chubb had plenty of opportunities for the Untouchables, but could only manage 92 total yards on 27 touches. Yeah, they were feeding him the rock, man. I was hoping. While Robert Woods led Ed's team with 13 points last week, Darnold paced the squad this week with 34. Yeah, he will never score that many four fucking fantasy points ever. You got lucky going up against Washington. That was stupid. In week 12, Ed's team goes up against Freaks and Zeke. The Untouchables play Hail Mary Jane. Am I going to come off the goddamn schneid? All right. So here. Morty. All right. So it is Sunday morning. I've got the red zone on because the Niners don't play until the afternoon. And I'm watching the Baltimore and... Uh, Houston game, just hoping uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who does okay, gets me 11 and a half points. Doing all right, but the game is just really weird. It's like Baltimore is just completely dominating this game. I was like, all right, well, uh, okay, it wasn't red zone. It was on that game. Then I change it to red zone. As soon as I change it to red zone, every fucking highlight was a Ed's team highlight. Donald, touchdown. Smokey Brown, touchdown. Um, who the fuck else? Oh, oh, and then another Darnold touchdown. Oh, and then another fucking Smokey Brown touchdown. I want to say the highest score, one of the highest scoring non quarterbacks uh, this week was Smokey Brown. Why? Why? The motherfucker. I mean, yeah, he's the best wide receiver on the Buffalo Brown or uh, the Buffalo Bills team, but the dude hasn't scored more than. 16 points since week one week one he went for 21 he hasn't scored 10 7 9 10 0 16 7 9 10 then he goes for 137 and two touchdowns you know why because that's fucking hashtag that's tom (sighs) fuck but I, I actually, I actually, even with those two performances, I'm like, you know what? I think I can overcome. And as time is expiring in that New Orleans Tampa Bay game, San, or uh, New Orleans Saints score a fucking touchdown on defense. I'm like, of course they do, because I just so happened to look up at the screen. More points for Ed. 
more points for Ed. So, but I, th- I held my own pretty good. I took a chance on Big Dick Nick, and he got me just under 23 points, which I was expecting 20-ish because I knew uh, Carson Wentz was going to have a fucking shithole day against New England, and he did. So I made the right call on the two quarterbacks on my roster. I probably could have done better with keeping Jacoby Brissett, but fuck that guy. Uh, Tevin Coleman fucking does nothing. Nick Chubb, barely anything. DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley was my my fucking line, my lone my lone diamond in the fucking shit. Uh, almost twenty five points. He did very well for me. Darren Waller finally goes over double digits for me. Tyler fucking Boyd, welcome to Dumpsville. Anybody not named Joe Mixon, and Joe Mixon is almost there too. Anybody not named Joe Mixon in Cincinnati is fucking Dumpsville. Sorry. Mike Badgley almost brings me back from the depths. And San Francisco 49ers defense, man, they scored they scored me seven a little over seven points on the last play of that Arizona game. Complete garbage time points for my defense, but I was fucking loving it. One, Niners showed they're a fucking team to not be fucked with coming back from a 16-0 deficit against Arizona, who played them very, very well in on Halloween, and we only beat them by three points then, I think, and then come back to win by... We were going to win by four if it wasn't for that last uh, defensive touchdown. We win by 10, but uh, man, it was exciting. I actually thought I had a chance, and then Sunday night happens, and Ed starts Josh Reynolds because I was hoping he was taking his fucking afternoon jerking his dick nap as he's fucking laying there in his own jizz think just thinking about how fucking horrible he is and for some reason I I call bullshit I think somebody fucking hit him up and said hey uh fucking Robert Brown or Robert Woods isn't playing I I, I I'm pretty sure somebody fucking got a hold of him and told him hey you got somebody in, in, in that's not playing. I, I honestly, I somebody got a hold of him and told him because Ed does not pay attention to shit that closely. Uh, Gerald Everett fucking fell on his face, so I thought I was, uh, you know what, I'm good. And then Josh Reynolds getting six and a half. I'm like, you know what, that's that's over. That's something I could I can come back from. But Todd Gurley, fucking Todd Gurley scores almost twenty points. One of his, uh, which is really weird because it is his one, it is his second highest point total of the season. Second. So I thought Todd Gurley was going to fucking fall on his face, honestly. I was like, fuck, I've got this. But no, so Todd Gurley, the combination of Todd Gurley, Gerald Everett, and Josh Reynolds are the reason why a three three rams he starts three motherfucking rams and beats me oh well congratulations ed um on not winning four games against me as nfl.com states you have because that is not true at all we know that to not be true but uh, better luck to you when you play Butters. I hope Butters stomps a fucking mud hole straight in your doo-doo butter maker. 
But, uh, okay, on to the next. Game underscore blouses Joey versus the fucking Titan, the behemoth pink eye slayers. Uh, I would never have bet it in a million years. The pink eye slayers gets win over game underscore blouses and moves up into second place. A rally on Monday night football wasn't enough for game underscore blouses as the pink eye slayers pulled out the 118 to 107 victory. The late efforts were ultimately a bit disappointing as their original Monday night projection was 47 points. The Pink Eye Slayers was led by who other than Lamar fucking Izard way too far apart Jackson. This week, yeah, this week, yeah, that's who it was. <laughs> led by eyes too far apart Lamar Jackson. Jackson passed for four touchdowns and contributed 41 points to the final tally. DJ Chark also helped out with 26 points on two touchdowns. The Pink Eye Slayers climbs into second while game underscore blouses stays right in that fifth. Plead the fifth place. J.D. McKissick ultimately deserved more touches for Pink Eye Slayers as he put up a whopping 53 total yards on just six touches. Jackson has now led the Pink Eye Slayers in scoring in consecutive weeks. Hmm, I wonder why. Because maybe he's fucking good at football. In week in week 12, the Pink Eye Slayers will match up against the league-leading Hawkamaniac Dale. Dale getting his... Who, who was that? Hold on. Oh, yeah. In, in first place. And game underscore blouses plays powder pee in the silent killers all right so this had everything of an upset it had the makings of the ups of an upset because jake had to resort to starting jd mckissick a backup to the backup in detroit and royce freeman for denver who has completely been an nfl disappointment had to start those two at running back so um, Julio Jones and Kenny Galladay have been have been fucking beast for uh, Jake this season, more so Kenny Galladay. But the flex spot, the probably the biggest surprise in NFL when it comes to wide receivers or pass catchers. One of the I can't think of a more bigger surprise right now, other than. Um, well, early on in the season, that Washington rookie Terry F1 McLaren or Scary Terry or whatever the fuck they're calling him now, uh, DJ Chark for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Convince me otherwise, guys, on uh, a pass catcher who has been more consistent and a bigger surprise. You could say a Seattle Seahawks tight end, insert name, but that it's that's not that's, that's not it. Um, this guy, nobody was, it was on nobody's fucking radar. DJ Chark, easily one of the top five wide receiver in the FIB right now. I don't know where he's at currently, but I, I would, uh, let me, let me see. Let's see. Let's see. He's wide receiver number 17. Um, so I was a little off, <laughs> but he's not even the starting. He's not even the number one wide receiver in Jacksonville. But stats-wise, he is. 
But uh, yeah, so this had everything of the makings of an upset for game underscore blouses, having Josh Jacobs, probably one of the, if not the best, uh, what's it called, rookie running back in the league right now. Austin Eckler, who is still proving to be a very viable fantasy uh, player uh, or a fantasy option for any team, not just Joey, um, goes for almost 17 and a half. But Patty Mahomes, hmm, wow, that fucking Madden curse is real, man. I mean, he did get hurt, missed some games, yes, but the dude, he's not putting up fantasy points. It was not sustainable. There's no way this dude was going to be able to sustain what he did last year, and, and, and rightfully so, because that was ridiculous. But he's very exciting. Very, very, He makes plays with his legs, plays with his arm. The dude has a fucking howitzer for an arm. and, and But, yeah, just underperforms, barely getting 18 points. Big Dick Nick outscored fucking Patrick Mahomes. Hmm. Julio Edelman, or Julio, Julian, Julian, Julian Edelman passes for a touchdown. The one and only passing touchdown for New England comes from Julian Edelman. Hmm. And then Zach Ertz goes for almost 14. And you're thinking, yes, yes, this is the time where Joey can beat the behemoth in fucking our Homer Simpson pink eye slayer Jake. Nope. No, it was close though, but he loses by 11 points. But uh, yeah, I mean, shit, the fat keep getting fatter, man. And I first, or do I dare say it? Is he going to flirt with, he's already flirting with it. Worst to first. And that matchup, that I'll have a very close eye on it when I can with uh with Jake going up against Dale. Oh, no. So uh good luck to you guys and uh take it easy on powder, Joey. I know this is going to be a re- you're going to be coming off a, a bitter loss and just, just just take it easy on him. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But please beat him though so I have somebody to contend with for last place. <laughs> All right, let's get on to the next. All right, Silent Killers versus the aforementioned Hawkamaniac. Hawkamaniac. Oh, my God. How about this? <laughs> How about this for a, li- uh, a, uh, a headline for a matchup? Hack, hack. Hawkamaniac throat punches. Silent Killers streak now at three. Hmm, NFL throat punches, really? To to powder? I'm not I'm not making this up, guys. This is I mean, now that you think about it, it's fucked up. You shouldn't be punching powder in the throat. He's got throat issues. But anyway, I'm not making this up. I swear to God. Hawkamaniac throat punches silent killers. Streak now at three. <laughs> Hawkamaniac made a statement this time with a 153 to 91 beating to stay unbeaten on the year. In two matchups against Silent Killers, their record improves to nine and two, while Silent Killers falls to four and seven. Coming off the win, Hawkamaniac has pulled even all time against Silent Killers at two and two. Josh Allen passes for not Jared passes for three touchdowns and did the most damage this week, putting up thirty nine points for Hawkamaniac. 
backed by the incredible game, the Buffalo QB climbed into the top 10 for quarterbacks, averaging 23 points a game. Each team had a player that let some chances slip away. For Hawkamaniac, Odell Beckham saw a total of 10 targets, but was able to just reel in four of those motherfuckers. Amari uh, Amari Kamari, Amari Cooper put on a similar showing for Silent Killers as he was able to only snag in three on eight targets. Hmm. While Christian McCaffrey led Hawkamaniac in week 10 with 23 points, Allen paved the way this week with 39. Additionally, with 15 targets this week, DJ Moore... It means that his targets have now increased in three consecutive games. Whoever copying and pasting this shit, it's weird. Anyway, Hawkamaniac has a tough one next week when they go up against the Pink Eye Slayers, who averages an impressive 132 points a game. Silent Killers take on game underscore blouses. Uh, Morty. All right. So, yeah. Another team doesn't score 100 points and doesn't win, rightfully so. But Silent Killers would have beaten Tyler and Brent. Oh, well. So, yeah. So Seattle has a bye. That means Josh Allen has to step in for Danger Russ and steps in quite fucking nicely. So he doesn't slip there. Mark Ingram has two receiving touchdowns if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, and the only two of the season that he's had came in this game. So it's like when when Dale might have a t- there might be a chance of him fucking going uh going in the L column. Nope. His guys step up. Yep. So he, I'm looking at, no, 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 nope. No receiving touchdowns for Mark Ingram all year. And he has two for 37 yards, two touchdown receptions, I should say. And then 37 total receiving yards, which equates to his third highest point total of the season, which, yeah, that's awesome fucking mark ingram and then probably if we didn't if we did an mvp that wasn't a quarterback because of high points uh the points scored by quarterbacks christian mccaffrey would be that dude he uh i think is number four or five in the fib right now in in uh, total points and everyone else of course is a quarterback Almost 25 points for Christian McCaffrey in a losing effort to Atlanta. Is Atlanta ever going to lose? Holy shit. They had have not did well at the beginning of the year, and now since they've got into conference games, they are not losing. Oh, boy. Michael Thomas has a beast of a day, 21.4. Mark Andrews has a fucking – did he score double touchdowns as well this week? Uh, no, only one. He scored two last week in Cincy. But still a pretty good job that Mark Andrews is fucking killing it. So, oh. Oh, shit. No, that's their number. So when I read about uh, uh, DJ Chark, wide receiver number 17, no, that's the number he wears. Because I'm looking at Mark Andrews and it says tight end number 89. Yeah, that's not it. That's not it. All right. So uh, the third, third leading fantasy tight end in the FIB, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, I'll go back and look at DJ Chark later. But anyway, Mark Andrews, who would have thought? Who would have thought? And a drafted tight end by that, if I remember right. 
But uh, yeah, so fucking Dale goes the oh, no. fuck off again. And you think with Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper and then that connection that they have that they would have given him a run for his money, James Conner back, but not because he only scores two points. Miles Sanders drafted by the silent killers, but not doing well. Barely five points. Stefan Diggs shows the fuck up, 20 points, leading the silent killers with 20 points, not counting Dak Prescott's 37 and everyone else just fucking shits the bed. Straight fucking doo-doo grease. Not cool, dude. Not cool. But, uh, yeah, that's that's what happens. It's hit or miss, guys. I understand it. I understand it. But so I, I just, I don't know. We all, I, I guarantee there are 10 other fantasy managers in this league that are on the same page I am. None of us want to see Dale succeed anymore. None of us. There's there. I I promise you, I promise you there's somebody, there's nobody out there, not a fucking person out there that wants to see Dale win another fucking championship. So he is right now in the number one spot. Jake is nipping on the Hawkamaniac teats for second place. We got to see this. We got to see this matchup drop, dude. We got to see. We got to see. So, I, I mean, it really doesn't matter who wins this one. It's it all matters when come week fourteen, which if Dale is in that oh, no. number one spot, he will get a fucking first round bye. So let's it, it, let's get him out of there. Uh, and I, I'm speaking solely to Powder, who failed, and then. Um, <clears throat> Jake, and then who else is? Oh, and Joey. Joey, Joey, the nemesis of Dale. And uh, what's his face? Jake, you two have to beat Dale. It's on you guys. Joey and Jake. Jake and Joey. It's up to you guys. Throat punch that motherfucker. All right. Already did my ma- or Tyler's matchup with B Lover. Let's look at Rudy Rudiger's Renegades and Fantasy John. They are where are we at? Where are we at? Okay, Rudy Rudiger's Renegades. Rudabagas Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer wins against Fantasy John. Makes it three in a row. Rudy Rudiger's Renegades picks up 17 points from Keenan Allen and 17 points from Devontae Parker to beat Fantasy John 116 to 102. Rudy Rudiger's Rudabagas took on eight-point lead on Thursday and never looked back. This win was a revenge for a loss to Fantasy John in their last meeting in a season ago. Parker has now been a key addition for Rudy Rudiger's retards, ranking 14th among wide receivers over the last four weeks. Rudy Rudiger's Rudabega's rubber the wrong way remains in 11th place, and Fantasy John stays in 6th place. While Daniel Jones led Rudy Rudiger's in Week 10 with 39 points, Allen paved the way with his with this week with 17 points next week rudy rubber 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 r
goes up against Enzone Maniacs. And Fantasy John will square up against Reek Hit My Camara. Ooh, that's a lot of R's. A lot of R's. Oh, boy. Yeah, so John, I don't know what the fuck happened here. Um, I'm looking at the matchup here. Kyle Allen falls on his fucking face. Derek Carr for Fantasy John does all right. Gets him almost 23 points. Kenyon Drake, 11 points. What the fuck against the Niners defense? We couldn't stop the run, which is really weird. Le'Veon Bell goes for a Le'Veon Bell touchdown. There was a Le'Veon Bell touchdown this week. Wow. If without that touchdown, he barely scores 10 points. Uh, Joe Mixon finally rushes in, gets one in for pay dirt for, for uh, Hefe. Uh, Keenan Allen does Keenan Allen things. Jarvis Landry, not a slouch, but barely 12 points. Kyle Rudolph, 15. Devontae Parker. Wow. Who would have thought a Miami player having fantasy relevance? Hmm. Gets 17 points for Hefe in that flex spot. Justin Tucker, 12 fucking points. That's not bad. But why just I just don't get it. I mean, what happened over here? Kelsey for John goes for almost 19. Oh, here it is. Your wide receivers suck dick. That's what it is. Demarius Thomas, barely six. Allen Robinson, not even four points. Hmm. And Greg Olson is is he getting old? Yeah, I think he's getting old. But that's what it is. I mean, is your your wide receivers did not show up and Jeff's did. That's what it is. Cuz Le'Veon Bell outscored Dalvin Cook, which is weird. But that Denver Minnesota game was really fucking weird. Denver was killing Minnesota. And then Minnesota fucking pulls a page out of San Fran's book and comes back and hands that ass to him. So yeah, well, fuck. Congratulations, Jeff. I mean, we didn't get to talk about you getting your fucking W column cherry popped by me. Um, thank you. Or are you welcome? I don't know what to say there, but yeah, three in a row now. Good for you, man. You're, you're still in 11th place, 11th place. Um, I am right behind you. You beat me. But who do you play this week again? Oh, Tyler's going to fucking stomp a mud hole in your doo-doo hole. Yep, that's going to happen. And Fantasy John, I know I just said it. Fantasy John's playing Brant. That could be a good one. That could be a good one because uh, that could be a, that's, this could be a fucking hinge game here. Or what do they call that? A swing game or something. Um, John and B-Lover, I think B-Lover is in eighth place right now. Yep. And Fantasy John is in sixth place. Um, this win could, if Fantasy John beats uh, B-Lover could fucking swing him into the winners or or excuse me if b lover beats fantasy john it could swing him into the winners bracket and knock johnny boy out if i'm not mistaken i probably am mistaken but i think it sounds cool when i talk about it this way um if b lover wins it could put fantasy john in the losers fucking bracket but you better fucking score more than 75 points, B-Lover. Holy shit. All right. The last matchup of the week. Last and least 
Freaks and Zeke versus Hail Mary Jane already, please. How many kids you guys got, Hail and, and Jane? Marry her. Freaks and Zeke steals one from Hail Mary Jane, captures first career victory against them. First career win. First time Butters has beaten Chano. Now, I hope I hope that's true because uh, they were not true saying that Ed has beat me four fucking games in a row. It's not true. Freaks and Zeke picked up 28, 29 points from Kirk Cousins and 19 from Ezekiel Elliott to take to take down Hail Mary Jane 112 to 106. Freaks and Zeke came into the Monday night game facing a four-point deficit but scored 10 and a half for the comeback victory. This matchup saw three lead changes with the largest lead being 34 points after Sunday afternoon. This stunner was revenged for a loss to Hail Mary Jane in their last meeting a season ago. That's not true. They played each other earlier this season. What's going on, NFL.com? With O.J. Howard delivering zero points for Freaks and Zeke, the margin could have been larger. Freaks and Zeke remains in fourth place, and Hail Mary Jane stays in seventh place. There was a, there was one starter on Hail Mary Jane that let some chances slip away. Even though Nelson Aguilar saw a total of nine targets, he reeled in just four catches. Cousins has now led Freaks and Zeke in scoring the last three weeks and four of the last five. Kirk Cousin has come alive. Those are my words. Freaks and Zeke faces Ed's team in week 12. Hail Mary Jane plays the untouchables who sits in last. Thank you, NFL.com, for pointing out the obvious. But, okay, so NFL.com's fucking slipping because... They're saying this was a revenge win for a, a loss a season ago for Butters. They played each other in fucking week one. I'm almost positive of it because week 11 is a match, a rejet. Yep. It's a fucking uh, rematch of week one. That's what a week 11 is. Um, so Chano beat Butters by less than a, or no, it was one, 1.3 points. 1.32 points is what Hale Mary Jane did. They beat Freaks and Zeke. Yep. So, yeah, that's NFL.com. You're fucking slipping. You're thinking that uh, everyone's not paying attention. Well, I am. I'll read it, and it doesn't make sense to me. So, uh, I don't know what's going on there. But congratulations, Butters, on beating Chano. Both of uh that may have pushed Chano into the loser's bracket. Yes, it did. So Chano is now a seventh place and Butters quietly, quietly in fourth fucking place. Hmm. Is this, is this the year Butters finally fucking does something with all them points he scores? We'll see. But Kirk Cousins, like we said, scores almost 30. Melvin Gordon falls into the end zone, saving his fantasy day. Ezekiel Elliott was held in check for most of the game, and then he did pretty well. I know that. Cooper Cup scores points. He didn't put up a goose egg again on his uh, 6.8 points. Not a lot, but he Lee scored some. Cortland Sutton, wow, getting almost 17. O.J. Howard is fucking horrible, and everybody, uh, 
touted him coming out of Alabama a few years ago as a rookie. And he's just, the dude's a specimen of a dude. He just, I don't know what it is. He's just not, maybe he's just on a horrible team. He's on not a good, the quarterback is not good. And Jameis Winston, I've been on note saying that very regularly. Jameis Winston is not an NFL quarterback. I'm going to say it right now. It's not popular. Colin Kaepernick is a better fucking quarterback than Jameis Winston. He is. Prove me you're fucking wrong. I promise you that with that Tampa Bay offense would be more exciting. I'm not saying they would be winning much more games, but the offense I feel would run a little better with Colin Kaepernick being the the, the uh, starting quarterback in Tampa Bay. Um, however, I predicted earlier, I believe it's going to be Cam Newton. Cam Newton is going to be the next Tampa Bay quarterback. I said that early on in the year, and I truly feel that's going to happen. Um, Devin Singletary does our... Uh, yeah, and then Buffalo Bills getting double digits in that defense column. But how about this? Chano puts his mouth puts his mouth on his pee hole, or no, puts his money in his pee hole. No, puts his money where his mouth is. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes, yes. Drops Matt Ryan, Matty Ice dropped into Dumpsville, and he says Jimmy G is my dude the rest of the way, and Jimmy G goes for almost 40 fucking points. And you know what? It doesn't fucking matter because you still lose by 6.1 or 6.4 points. But but no, Jimmy G scoring 40 fucking points is fucking awesome. I love it. I fucking love it. But you had shit at running back, Chano. Peyton Barber gets a touchdown but still only gets eight points. So he basically falls into the end zone to get – to save his fantasy day. Jalen Richard, one point. That's it. Nothing. Jamison Crowder does all right. Chris Godwin, not a good Chris Godwin day. Uh, Eric Ebron has like one catch or two catches. Whatever. Nelson Aguilar. The Philly wide receivers are fucking garbage right now, especially with Alshon Jeffrey being out There's and Deshaun Jackson being on the shelf. It's like, Wow. There's nobody in Philly that's doing anything. And Jordan Howard being out. There's nobody in Philly doing anything. It's crazy. Um, Kicker gets you 11 points. Will Lutz. Bears defense is not horrible. Just just not enough, Chano. Not enough to beat Butters. Man. But you beat him in week one much to the chagrin of what NFL.com is trying to put out there. That's not true. Uh, I mean, it could be a revenge game for the last time he lost. No, it wouldn't be a revenge game because you lost in week one. So, yeah, they're wrong on all accounts. Weird. All right. So that's that's the matchups, guys. Uh, who does Chano play? Oh, you got me, Chano. You're going fucking down. You are going fucking down, Chano. And that's it. That's There's nothing... Uh, I, th- I truly believe Butters is going to hand Eddie Rock his pee hole inside out, turned inside out, put some cinnamon on that stanky motherfucker. And then Rudy, Rudy Beggar's retarded, renegaded Rudolph's, the red-nosed reindeers, uh, is going up against 
end zone maniacs and i feel sorry for you jeff because uh tyler i feel is going to be pretty much at full strength we'll see about george kittle and um he has christian kirk on a bye next week so he essentially will be full strength because he'll have Devonte adams and tyler lockett back if tyler lockett can go with that leg which i'm pretty sure he will um uh, yeah i i honestly feel that and Matt Stafford is not going to be playing next week, by the way. Uh, what's your name? Jeff. Yeah. Matt Stafford will not be playing next week. I, I, if he does, that's going to be fucking impressive. But we'll see. All right. And B-Lover plays Fantasy John. I, I don't know, man. This is that swing game I was telling you about. I was just, this is that swing game. The way these things are going, I, I'm going to give – Wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give B Lover the nod here. I'm gonna he's gonna fucking swing himself right into that winner's bracket. B Lover is, I think it's I think it to be true. Powder and Joey, yeah, take it easy on him. Take it easy on him. What's your face? What's your name? What's your face? Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is there not Patrick Mahomes? Oh. Ooh, you got to get a quarterback, Joey. <laughs> Joey needs a quarterback. All right, everybody go scoop up quarterbacks off the waiver wire uh, so Joey can't do this and give, let's fucking, let's uh, tear up the waiver wire for butters, or excuse me, for powder. Uh, put everybody into a fucking uh, a waiver status. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, yeah, well, it, It'll, it'll hinge on that QB play for Joey, I feel. All right. And the matchup of the week. Untouchables versus Hail Mary Jane. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to beat you, Chano. Fuck you. Hands down. Not You're not going to win. That's I just I am that focused right now. And the, the matchup that we've all been waiting for, the number two Pink Eye Slayers and the number one Dalemaniacs. There's the Hodor Maniacs. This is going to be one for the ages, man. You better put the women and children to bed because uh, it's going to get dirty. Uh, we're seeing uh, two of the top quarterbacks in the FIB, Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson, go face-to-face. Uh, Aaron Jones against Christian McCaffrey, two of the hottest fantasy wide receiver or excuse me running backs in the league right now and mark ingram and chris carson are comparable as well uh wide receivers i give the nod to i i gotta give the nod to jake julio jones and dj chark and kenny galladay while odell beckham michael thomas and dj moore are rolling with uh the hawkamaniacs i'm giving the nod to jake when in the wide receiver area uh mark andrews was getting the tight end nod over hollister for jake Ooh, you need a kicker you need a kicker jake and then jets versus ravens defense man this is going to be a close one man i am going so man I, I, I hate to say it. I think Dale is going to win this one. I truly Hold feel on. Dale is going to pull this one out, and it's going to be close. It's going to be super close. So we'll see. 
Man, that's the FIB, man. Oh, let's do this. Okay, highest week one score stays place with, uh, stays put with Jake in week eight for his 177.64 points. Closest margin of loss stays with B Lover in week five, losing by .44 points to Butters. Highest single active player does not change yet either. Uh, belongs to Ed with Aaron Rodgers' week seven performance of 53.76 points. The league MVP has changed yet again. It is Lamar. His eyes are too far apart. Jackson. Jake gets that for uh, his 317.12 points on the season. And then the total points team performance award belongs to Jake currently with 1,487.46 points. And Dale is not too far behind with like 14 and change or some shit like that. But yeah, so that's that's the money fucking breakdown. Uh, What was I saying? Yeah, so he's like 32 points behind you. Jake is 32 points behind you, Dale. Yeah. You know what's fucked up? I am in 12th place, but I have scored more points than anybody in my division. It is .02 to be exact how many points, but it's still, I have scored more points than first place in my division. True statement. I am on a four-game losing streak. Four-game losing streak. I am, and Hail Mary Jane is going to be on a four-game losing streak after I fucking beat his ass this week. Eh, boy, yeah. So, okay, enough about that. Enough about that. So, all right, guys, um, this will be the last time you hear my voice on the podcast until the postseason. And, uh, yeah, like I said, hopefully Dale or somebody can, uh, or not Dale, uh, Ed, can uh, pick up the slack for me and uh, go from there. And pick. There's only two more uh, week week twelve and thirteen of the regular season. So this is this is fucking cinch up your assholes and fucking kiss your grandmother goodnight and uh, start putting your focus panties on because it's time. It is time. Well, it has been time. I'm probably behind the power curve there. But uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, conversations need to be had about the ring. I know Ed had some information. I don't know if he followed up on any of that, but uh, yeah, we need conversations about that championship ring because um, $120 is not going to pay for what uh, Ed found out about the the one ring. There's got to be other options or or if the other option is collect more money, I don't know. But anyway, it's got to happen soon. So uh, let's, let's talk about that. Um, but until then... You guys just know that uh, I will be off uh, avenging avenging a uh, uh, a bitter moment in our our history. Um, I can't say any more than that, but uh, just know that uh, if I don't make it, uh, uh, I love you guys. <laughs> and my uh, fantasy team will be willed to my dog Buster. So uh, treat him as you would treat me, uh, if not better. But uh, anyway, I'm bantering now. But this has been a Teats 
presentation of the Fantasy Island Boys Fantasy Football Podcast. I am one half of the Ed and Tom Show, your Lord Commissioner Tommy T. It has been an awesome experience this regular season talking to you guys, uh, having a couple of uh, guests on here. I was able to call Tyler in for a little bit tonight, so it's been awesome. But yes, let's go. Uh, we got to talk about uh, some changes, scoring changes, uh, suicide league changes. I think Ed hit it right on the fucking head. Let's go back to a separate draft. Um, the pick'em thing. I don't think I don't think Ed realized that that's an online thing as well. We don't have to fucking write shit down and turn in an email or whatever. It, it's an it's an online thing, and if there's money involved, I feel like people will fucking do this if there's no money involved then they won't or it's not this i would not correlate it to a uh, a trade a trade scenario it's more like hey do i win money for this yes okay then i'm gonna pay attention if i don't no i'm not but anyway well we'll see uh i if we just do a suicide league in the fib i'm fucking totally fine with that totally fine with that um but whatever but anyway uh, without, uh, I'm I'm done fucking flapping my trap here, but uh, uh, Morty, uh, you guys take it easy, and uh, good luck to you guys. And uh, may may Santa Claus shit in all your stockings. May uh, the your fucking turkeys be extra dry, and may somebody fucking accidentally spit in your uh, cranberry sauce. Um, any, any, um, I hope, uh, there, you guys come away with something in the holidays of an, a very memorable event to like, Oh my God, let's not invite that person back. Or like, did you see what grandma did to grandpa under the table? Holy shit. I didn't think she, her elbows worked that good anymore, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, I'm done. This has been the FIB Week 11 Recap, and I am out, and here's a little uh, Spotify uh, a Spotify treat for you guys instead of listening to the same shit all the time. So, uh, I am out. Fuck off, fuckers. Yo!